Hello everyone and welcome back to the Couch Strategist and F1 podcast with me, your host Liam. And you are joining me today uh, from London in a hotel room. Um, we're here for a different sport today, um, not for Formula 1 unfortunately. We're actually here for the rugby to watch South Africa play New Zealand. Springboks versus the All Blacks in the last World game before the World Cup. However, we are here on an F1 podcast to talk about Formula 1. Um, and we're back from the summer break. First race weekend back, we're in Zandvoort, the Dutch Grand Prix, the home of Max Verstappen, the Orange Army, the Max Army, Super Max, whatever you want to call it. Um, for us, not the best race. We've always spoken it looks like the most fun, the most vibey, exciting race to go to. However, as not Max haters, but as non-Max fans, don't think we could face going to the Dutch Grand Prix, um, and facing the Orange Army. So where to kick off today, um, kind of, as we're going to go into this, you'll get used to kind of the context and the flow and the structure of these podcasts. However, we are checking in on Friday. First practice has just finished. We've just finished watching first practice. Um, and being at the Dutch Grand Prix at Zandvoort track, um, we'll start off today with little bit of a fun fact of the track, um, something I didn't know, something that I found out through a bit of research this week. So at Zandvoort, um, which was constructed in the 1940s, um, we all know that corners around tracks, different straights all have different names based on different drivers for different reasons. We've got the Hamilton Straits. Um, at Silverstone, for example, named after Lewis Hamilton. So at Zandvoort, turn one at the end of the straight, end of the DRS zones, one of the very few places where overtaking can happen this weekend, and we expect overtaking to happen. Um, this corner is known as Tarzan Bocht. Um, I don't speak Dutch, but I would assume that Bocht is corner. So direct translation is Tarzan corner. Um, and no, that has nothing to do with the Disney animated show for Tarzan and Jane. Um, interestingly enough, when the track was constructed in the 1940s, um, being in the dunes and the sands on the coast of the beach in Zandvoort, um, when they were constructing the track, apparently a bit of the first corner under construction was encroaching on a farmer's farmland. And the only way that that farmer allowed them to continue to construct and build the track was to name the corner after him. And apparently this farmer's nickname was Tarzan. So the story goes that that corner has now forever been known as Tarzanbacht or Tarzan Corner. So that'll be the first corner of the race. At the end of the pit straight, um, and yeah, so again, not 100% sure how accurate that is, but on the small bit of research I did, that is what I found, so don't hold me to that. Um, but yeah, we are back from the summer break. Um, as we spoke last time a little bit about the silly season transfers, nothing really happened and kicked off. However, around the paddock in the news at the moment, kind of going into this weekend, we got news on the weekend of Haas announcing that both Nico Hülkenberg and Kevin Magnussen have signed one-year extensions. So what that means, that'll keep them at Haas for next season, for the 2024 season. Um, and kind of what that tells me is they'll keep those drivers for next year, they'll see out those contracts, and then potentially Haas will look to get a new set of drivers going into 2025 when the new regulations, the new cars, the new designs come into tack. Um, so yeah. Based on what we discussed last week, and that that means now 12 out of the 20 drivers have been secured for 2024, or we've got 12 drivers we know in the lineup. Um, and yeah, anything else 
across the paddock in the news this weekend, obviously Max Verstappen is going to be the highlight and the main focus of this week, one being the probable world champion, but this also being his home race. Going into this race, if Max Verstappen wins on Sunday, um, he would have equaled Sebastian Vettel's record of nine consecutive race wins. Quite interesting enough, saw some interesting things on Twitter and along social media that Max planned this all along for this season that he was supposed to break Sebastian Vettel's record this weekend at his home race, but obviously with Imola being cancelled, lost the opportunity to race and win there. So this weekend in Zandvoort, it'll only be nine, which will equal the record. And to be honest, we fully do expect him to do this, especially at home, barring any sort of technical issue, any sort of failures. Um, and along with trying to match Sebastian Vettel's record of nine wins on the trot, um, Max is also looking to get his hat-trick three in a row of race wins at his home race. So quite a lot on the line for Max this weekend, um, and we will kind of see how that goes. Um, and yeah, that's kind of the first start-up um, in terms of a little bit of fact of the track around the paddock news and what's happening. And now just going into kind of, as I sat here, just finished off watching Free Practice 1, just kind of going over what can we can expect from the weekend, what we saw out of Practice 1, anything that happened, or kind of giving any insights. Um, looking at the weather, obviously, as Ferrari fans, as Formula 1 fans who don't want to see Max winning every week, any sort of uncertain weather creates a little bit of uncertainty. Um, looks like there may be that this weekend, whether that's in qualifying on Saturday or on Sunday um, in the main race, we'll see. There's potential for weather on the radar. Um, we've got Bernie Collins and Karun Chandok back, which is super exciting. We love Bernie. Um, former Aston Martin head strategist, part of the Sky F1 team now. Um, they'll be in the pits lane this weekend. Um, so gave us a little bit of insight um, during qualifying. Oh, sorry, during practice now. Um, and yeah, we saw... Interestingly enough, Ferrari have a policy where a driver can choose one free practice session a year to kind of sit out and give one of the rookie drivers a chance. Carlos Sainz took that in FP1 here uh, today. So we saw the F1 Ferrari Academy rookie, Robert Schwartzman, sitting in the car. Bit of a non-feature, didn't really see too much of him until right at the end of the session where just had a bit of a complaint on the radio about lack of rear grip and sliding around. And as a Ferrari fan, that doesn't sound great, especially as Ferrari did bring some upgrades this weekend, as Bernie pointed out, which was on the rear wing. Um, and Carlos was also in the media saying this weekend that halfway through the season, they still can't quite work out this SF23 car, which is quite worrying halfway through the season. Um, and I could quite easily see that Schwartzman was struggling. I think Leclerc also didn't even manage to get a quali sim in, so potentially on a different kind of practice program to everyone else. But doesn't look very positive and positive outlook for Ferrari this weekend. In terms of the cars that have brought, or the teams that have brought upgrades this weekend, um, Mercedes trying to build on their strong end before the summer break at Hungary. Looks like they've brought an upgrade this weekend. They looked very good in practice. Um, especially Lewis Hamilton, he was attacking the track, seeming to get a lot out of the car, looked very, very quick. Um, and we expect... Mercedes to do quite well here, especially considering track very similar to that of Hungary as well, and probably suit their car. Um, 
as I said, Ferrari bought some upgrades. Looked like McLaren, McLaren had a new rear wing as well, although Lando and Oscar were quite quiet in FP1 relative to their recent quite good results. Don't expect them to be as good or near the top this weekend, but still expect them to get some good points. Um, and then we also saw the Red Bulls with some high-vis fluoro paint on the cars as well, which to me indicated there were some new upgrades on there as well. So as the McLarens, as the Mercedes kind of push forward to catch up to Red Bull, Red Bull are still continuing to progress and move forward. So yeah, hopefully not too much, but they are probably going to get stronger as well. Some other teams during practice, strange for me, Aston Martin kind of sat in the pit lane for the first 20-25 minutes. Fernando Alonso and Lance Stroll both didn't come out at all um, until about halfway through the session. Uh, Lance went out, went halfway through his first lap, and his engineer came on the radio with a big shout of abort the lap, issue with the car, went back in, found it was an engine fault, didn't really compete for the rest of FP1. He was out, so... Not the greatest of starts for Aston and Lance there, especially considering very minimal data, if any. Um, and similarly to Fernando as well, who on his first push lap after that early wait kind of went off turn 11 through the gravel. Looked like it was going to be a shocker and a bit of a wash session for Aston Martin. But Fernando being the champion, he is right at the end during the quali sims, pulled out what looked like a very quick lap. Sat two tenths behind Max Verstappen, finishing second. So potentially some pace in that Aston Martin, although not too sure. Um, and yeah, just before the end of the session, we did have a red flag, which kind of expected. Um, but Nico Hülkenberg, fresh off that new contract, um, going into the final corner, the big banking corner, kind of just lost the rear, spat out, went through the gravel and ever so lightly kissed the wall. Um, so in terms of getting away with it I think he got away with it 95% although there was a bit of a kiss on the front right and I think the end plates of their front wing came off and Gunter Steiner was interviewed to say that was one of the new parts that they brought this weekend so they have very few of them so they said if anything broke they wish it wasn't the front wing but I don't expect that to impact them at all in terms of their progression and kind of progress towards this weekend and I guess kind of biggest performer and shock of the session was both Williams drivers not just Alex Albon as we normally do expect to do very well but Logan Sargent as well surprisingly the Williams looked very quick in their quali sims I think ended up finishing 6th and 7th or 6th and 8th but a couple of tenths off the Mercedes um, which looked really good really good in quali sims so potentially expecting maybe some points from Alex uh, maybe some first points for Logie Bear as well um so yeah, that's a little bit of a wrap-up of leading into the weekend at Zandvoort, what to expect, what's been happening, and a wrap-up of FP1. Um, so let's now shift our focus away from Friday and start looking ahead to the rest of the weekend for Saturday and Sunday. Welcome back. And now, looking ahead, as we said, to the rest of the weekend. Saturday, quali, Sunday, main race. Normally in this stint of the podcast, we'll get into what I kind of predict for the rest of the weekend. A little bit of fun. My predictions could go horribly wrong, could be right. Um, 
and also kind of our wildcard event. So just my wildcard prediction for the weekend. Again, something to have a little bit of fun. And lastly, finishing off with, of course, our Sunday treat. What's on the menu for Sunday to get prepped ahead of the race for some tasty tracks to fuel us for Sunday lights out. So let's get into the predictions. Um, my prediction for pole position. As mentioned earlier, we are at the Dutch Grand Prix at Max Verstappen's home race, home track. The Orange Army fully behind him. Um, I fully expect Max, Max Verstappen to be on pole this weekend. Um, even though there's no justifiable reason behind it, but the home support, the Orange Flares, the Orange Army will be fully behind Max and giving him a few extra tenths, and I think he will quite comfortably get pole position come qualifying tomorrow. Um, and then as we jump to Sunday for the main race, um, third position, um, I'm going to go for a George Russell. Um, George was strong in Hungary uh, last year. Also, he had Zandvoort, he had a very, very good race, beating Lewis, getting onto the podium. Um, and as I said in practice, that Mercedes have been getting progressing better, getting closer to Red Bull, and generally look quite good in practice and look quite quick. Um don't think George looked as quick as Lewis, um, so I'm going to go for George P3 on the podium. Second place, second step on the podium, um, I'm going to go for Lewis Hamilton. Again, the Mercedes looked great. Lewis looked determined in FP1. Um, like I said, looked like he was getting a lot out of that car. The new upgrade responding, and he just looked determined. He looked aggressive, attacking the track. So I fully expect Lewis to hopefully be on the podium with that prediction. Um, and then in first place, uh, top of the podium, Max Verstappen. Pains me to say it. But I do predict that Max will win the race quite comfortably. Um, he will probably get fastest lap as well um, and kind of lap in that full lap of honor at the end for his home race, getting the Max army, the Orange army, fully behind him and getting his hat-trick of wins at Zandvoort, as well as equaling Sebastian Vettel's record. So, in review, pole position, Max Verstappen, and then come the podium on Sunday, Max Verstappen first, Lewis Hamilton second, George Russell third. And now, onto the wildcard wacky event of the weekend. When thinking about this, I already had one set out, and then kind of going through practice kind of got a second so I've decided to break it up into an off track event and an on track event so my wild card prediction for the weekend for an off track event will be that an orange flare from the fans will get set off and go onto the track to cause a disturbance whether that's a red flag a delay in a session or before the cars go out there will be an orange flare on the flag even though they have supposedly been banned this year um and that's either across qualifying or Sunday. I just do expect it to happen, um, and it kills my soul. And a wildcard event for on the track, I'm going to go for Logan Sargent to score his first points in F1. Um, like we said earlier, that Williams looked good. Logie Bear has been getting better. Um, and yeah, I just really wanted to kind of get his first points. Alex Albon scored a couple of points for the team, but my wildcard pick is going to be Logie Sarge to get his first points in F1. And finally then, I guess to finish off with the best bit, what we've got planned on the menu for the weekend. Um, so our Sunday Tasty Treat 
going to be quite rushed. Um, we have an early flight back to Dublin from London, but we will have time to get to the shop and prepare it before lights out on Sunday to fuel us and be ready. So we'll be cooking up a burrata pizza. Um, so for a little bit of insight, burrata and tomatoes is kind of a staple in our house as any starter at any time. Both of us just absolutely adore it. So what we'll be cooking up is a homemade garlicky pizza base with delicious burrata and then marinated tomato salsa. Um, so nice and simple, but delicious. Some fresh olive oil over the top, potentially even some fresh basil from our home grown herb garden. Um, so yeah, look out for that on Sunday. We will be posting pictures of that. We'll be posting the recipe to that as well. So if you want to make this in the future for another race weekend on Sunday to fuel you for lights out, then please do so. Um, and yeah, looking forward to the race weekend ahead. We're back finally. We've got jam-packed weeks coming up until the end of the year, till it finally finishes. Um, so there'll be lots of content coming to you. Again, as I said, this will be in the form of a preview, whether that's on a Friday or Saturday, somewhere in between practice and qualifying. And then, yeah, you can look forward to me joining you again post-Sunday, post the race, to give you a look at what happened in the race, a review, um, review some of the predictions we looked at, how well did I do, how wrong was I, more than likely how wrong was I. And yeah, just again, thank you so much for joining. Uh, enjoy the race on Sunday. Um, and as ever, please like and subscribe on all of our socials on Twitter, The Couch Strategist, also on Instagram, The Couch Strategist, an F1 podcast. And as always, if get in touch, reach out, your feedback will be super helpful in creating this content going forward and creating the community. So if you have any feedback, any queries, questions for me, please do reach out on socials, as I've said, or drop me an email at thecrouchstrategist at gmail.com. And yeah, thank you. Good luck for qualifying tomorrow. Enjoy and enjoy the race on Sunday. And we will be in touch after lights out on Sunday. Thank you. And we'll talk to you soon. See you for now. Cheers.